0: Welcome to the Catapult Catalyst experience for straight talk strategies, ideas, and personal stories to help improve your catapult mindset. I'm your host, Dana Weber, founder of Catapult Catalyst. Learn how people like you have propelled their business, the hurdles they overcame, and what they do to maintain this determination. Are you looking for habits, hacks, and motivation that will crush your feelings of fear, frustration, and stagnation? This podcast is for you. Boo! Hey everyone, it's Halloween and the perfect day to speak with Joelle FEMA Burdowski. She and I have this numerology witch like relationship where we always see champagne numbers. Numbers like 11, 1212, 11, 12, 333, 3, 3, you know, stuff like that. Anyhow, speaking of champagne, as we are recording live, we'll toast and start this recording at 444. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll also serve to Relax, Joelle, who likes to speak publicly so much. Cheers, honey. Cheers. So, I want you to all welcome Joelle with me today. She is super sweet, sensitive, crazy creative designer that I've had the joy of working with for the last five years. She is the epitome of entrepreneurial courage as her life and work keeps expanding. And she is a completely different person than when I met her. Talk about breaking the mold of your potential without further ado. Delay. It's time to play and chat with Joelle. Hi, Joelle. Thanks so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Donna. You're most welcome. So please relax, have some champagne. Actually, it's Prosecco. Enjoy, have a few more sips, relax. (laughs) And um, before we jump into our five catapult keys, I just want to ask you to share with our listeners your entrepreneurial history. I know. You were a stay-at-home mom for a while, but no one could keep you in the house for long, and you have tried and done so many different businesses.
1: No, that's right. Um, I guess right after my full-time work, uh, before I got pregnant, I didn't, for me, entrepreneurial was never even a thought. But then when I couldn't go back to work um, at a part-time basis, I thought, okay, you know, I went to fashion design. I, I knew how to sew and somehow an opportunity came about to, to start making these like baby towels and uh, personalized bath towels for 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 people and I thought um, okay I'm just gonna do a little something you know to keep myself busy and who knows I'll probably go back to work full time well it ended up taking off uh, pretty well I ended up um, doing some craft shows with a good friend of mine and our stuff kind of um, coordinated with one another and before I knew it, I was known as the towel lady in the, in my area. And that was a lot of fun. Fast forward a few years later, was interested in doing some makeup for friends of mine. And there was an opportunity to win a contest um, for selling a certain amount of products based in the beauty industry. And I just don't like doing something for not doing it without really being good at it. So next thing I knew I was in a makeup course at Lasalle College, and that totally sparked my interest. I loved putting on makeup for people, and I ended up creating a business mainly on the weekends, going to do bridal makeup, and even or prom makeup uh, at the time, which I loved. And it was all really based on creativity and the whole idea of being able to work for myself. A few years later, there was an opportunity to take a course in In computers and once again I found myself jumping into something unknown and at first no joke couldn't even understand how to turn on a computer and the next thing I knew I was loving the idea of being in graphic design and went and seeked out a whole uh, course given out in the States in graphic design and I was hooked that was it and before I knew it I, I managed to find myself working in an industry that I wish I had known Years before because it was like so amazing for me to be able to be creative and um, and have the ability to design for people at, you know on my own. That's amazing. Thanks. So you really
0: found your niche. Yeah I you wish know. I had found it sooner though. <laughs> but I'm sure you enjoyed all the other things you did and then you would have never been known as the towel lady.
1: Right and it's funny because um, the towel lady just, it was a name that people started giving me. And even to this day, I, I'll run into clients or old friends and old uh, people that I had done some um, bath towels for, and they tell me they still have the product. They still, you know, they it's almost like a keepsake for their kids or whomever. And I, 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 you know, it's cool to think that that's where it all started from way back when.
0: Did you embroider people's names on it? Yeah,
1: I was really one of the first ones to, you know, I actually at the time didn't. You know, this is how fake kind of like interplays with one another. I actually hired a graphic designer back then to create the lettering that I wanted to be able to cut up out of fabric and then sew onto towels, not knowing that, you know, years later I would be, you yeah. know, become a graphic designer.
0: So Doing that very work. I, I think I have one of your towels. You probably <laughs> with, do. With my, and I'm sure I still have it. My son's Liam's name was on it. <laughs> It it came from somebody who I
1: knew, who somebody, you know, was, they were great gift ideas. And like I said, I think all of the West Island had uh, towels at one point.
0: That's so cool. That's so cool. So I'm going to ask the first question now, and this is a question on your experiences or decisions or events that have happened, things business-wise, like an event, experience or decision you took in your business that catapulted you forward. So we can clearly see that deciding to go to design school did that for you. But can you give another example of that? And what prompted you or compelled you to do this?
1: Um, I think for me, definitely the idea of being able to work in a field that just seems so natural or it just had a natural ability that was in, in the design world for me. And I thought, um, you know, right after my design program, I didn't think I'd be, going into the work environment right away. But circumstances happened where one of these boutique local printing um, houses was looking for a designer. And because I had submitted a, a particular product for my child's school, they came to me and asked me, you know, are, are you interested in a job? And I hadn't even thought about it. So here I was thrown in, in like 2.5 seconds, in an industry and in a field that I've been studying but didn't have a lot of real experience. And I ended up learning physically right on the job, like that
0: week. Wow, it's pretty amazing. So basically, you submitted some artwork for your project you worked on for your son's school. Right. And then to this printer. And this printer saw your work and offered you a job.
1: Yeah, right on the spot, practically. And next thing you know, I've been there for over uh, nine and a half years.
0: That's nine and a half years now?
1: I mean, I'm no longer physically working in, in the building. But um, two years ago, when I went fully on my own, I had been at nine and a half years at the print shop that had hired me on the spot.
0: So how did you decide, because I, I, knowing you a little bit, I recall and I understand it was really quite the decision to take to leave working the print shop. Um, how did you make that decision, and can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah, I mean... Honestly, the decision was made for me
1: um, at the beginning of the, uh, of the year. After being there for about uh, over nine years, uh, the company that I was working for was looking at ways of um, revamping and downsizing a little bit. And the idea came to me uh, came up to me as if I if I was interested in working from home, um, no longer actually being an employee, but then becoming a client of mine. And I thought you know why not like this was an idea that i had kind of thought up for the last 6 months i because of my fear i was a, a, afraid to kind of bring it up to the to my employer and it came up to me and i thought you know this is probably a great opportunity it'll allow me to open up the doors and and work more freelance for uh, on my
0: own so you were contemplating leaving but you were worried about let's say a steady source of income, um, and just not ha- having that uh, business development being given to you. So it was scary, and then basically the owner of the company just told you. Made the decision for me,
1: and probably the best decision he ever did make for, for my future in the freelance design business, because it I think it really did, you know, that saying, one door closes, another one opens. It really did happen more or less in that way. The, the, you know, the idea of no longer working physically in in a building allowed me to be, I think, a lot more creative in my own workspace, my own environment, and a little bit more hungry in order to get up more. You know, to get more work that I was looking
0: for. It's amazing. I know you also worked with a business coach for a couple of years. What uh, made you decide to do that? And can you say speak a little bit about? what that's done for you and for your business?
1: Right. Um, yeah, I worked with uh, Mark, was my coach, and, and it really, it, it was an idea that a friend of mine, Sherry, had uh, brought to my attention. It was in a group format, and I thought, you know, it's probably a, a good opportunity to maybe spend a little bit of time on myself and see where I can grow from it. Uh, and honestly, what that did for me at the time, it did set away the fears or of being able to perhaps one day go on my own and i know mark had always said you know Joel, if you keep thinking you can't do it you can't do it you won't be able to do it but he says let yourself allow the opportunity to you know think that you can and take away the fear from it and you'll see more doors will open up abundance will come your way and you won't have that same fear of not being able to have that steady income that you were worrying about um, for all this time and he was right the minute i moved forward in in my career on my own i i could honestly say that i you know catapulted quite further in not just the business aspect but also in 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 the professionalism that i was allowed to you know portray myself and also just the design work that came really naturally for me
0: hmm. so really the thing that was holding you back the most was Yourself and your your fear.
1: Yeah, I can honestly say that it was definitely myself.
0: It's yeah, pretty amazing. We never know what we put, what roadblocks and hurdles we put in our way, and usually they do come from ourselves, right?
1: I can attest to that. I'm probably <laughs> my worst uh, uh, enemy on that, in, in in the sense that you know I, I think about oh no what what if what if what if but the whole the whole idea behind the coaching part of for me was the fact that, you know, stop thinking of what if and just do it and you'll see.
0: Mm -hmm. It's amazing advice. So what do you do on a daily basis now? So Mark, your coach, encourage you not to stick yourself in fear and surround yourself with that and to take take, uh, steps forward. What do you do on a daily basis to maintain that uh, confidence and that calm?
1: I think um, first it's definitely finding... Other uh, tools to just get my mindset in that uh, positive energy on a daily basis, um, but also allowing myself to to love the idea that I get to do what I do daily and make people happy about it, and it's a passion of mine to see that. I mean, I really love what I do, and if I didn't, it would you know it it would have affected. My decision to go on my own. Um, So for me, the the idea that I get to work every single day in from home uh, in an environment that makes you know gives me the ability to be creative for other people and and uh, design the vision that they have
0: perhaps in their head. In your case, being a creative person and having to produce work, it must be hard to keep that creativity flowing. So maybe for you, a better question might be, what do you do to keep that creative mindset on a day-to-day basis?
1: Yeah, um, well, for for if, if the weather allows me to do so, I mean, I do live in a, an area sometimes where our winters are colder than cold, but for the most part, if I get the opportunity to um, go out for a walk, um, really taking the nature around me. Um, I definitely love to listen to podcasts, whether they're design based or just informational based, it definitely, um, allows me to change my mindset, get into a, a positive, uh, flow. And, um, you know, the idea that uh, I'm doing something good for myself, my health does offset onto uh, whatever work I'm about to, to
0: start for the day. That's really cool. So, I know you spoke about your passion and your love for the work that you do, and I know that that's definitely one of your traits, personality traits that you have. There's crazy sensitivity in you. I'm wondering, how does that play a role in being able to work in your business as a graphic artist, designer, and as a digital designer, but also in terms of as being an entrepreneur?
1: That's a great question, actually, Donna. Thanks. Um... I mean, as you know, I really am a very sensitive person when it comes to design. And maybe in the beginning, I was way more sensitive. I'm learning to not take things as personal. I'm learning to know that, you know, when I design or working on a project for somebody, it is with their, for them, and it is with their intention that I'm designing for. So I'm trying not to be as sensitive as to when feedback perhaps I may get on the
0: so I think, though, that you are that sensitive because you really do put yourself 110% into the program, and it's maybe into the project, into their mindset, into their vision, and I think that maybe it's self-disappointment that you didn't get what they were. It's, right. it's not that you don't like that they're no. not happy with it, it's that you're feeling badly that...
1: I'm the hardest person on myself when it comes to you know getting the, the visual 100% correct in for the client. But when I have a one-on-one with a client, when they're talking to me, like I could, I could already feel and see it in my, in my mind as to how I want to start the project. So um, if I don't get to that final end result, I'm going to, I'm just going to, you know, keep at it, which on some levels can be a downfall because I can, I can spend a, a lot more time on there. But I I, I I see it in a certain way, and I want to be able to have the client, you know, see it in the same um, overall uh, design feel as as I had, you know, envisioned in my brain, but still keeping the integrity of what they they were looking for. So yeah, I'm I'm really tough on myself, but I think it's also a good thing because I'll put my uh, you know I put two hundred percent of myself into a project and I know the client's going to be happy when when it's delivered Mm -hmm. and they yeah and they usually
0: are so back to your sensitivity for a second and that sort of second part of my question you do over and over again put yourself in a place of fear in terms of growing your business how are you able to do that with the amount of self-judgment with the amount of sensitivity, how do you get around that and still take these big leaps in your business?
1: Yeah, uh, I think being surrounded by my family, um, having their support, and uh, in all honesty, it's true, the the support that comes from them and, and the encouragement that they've given me, the ability to just, you know, allow me to work in this field and do what I love has been number one, first and foremost. And yeah, I'm, I'm dealing with fear all the time within myself, but I think in some ways, you know, it, it, it's almost I'm going through a loop. Each project that I'm, I, I get to do, little by little, I find myself being able to um, get one step over that fear. And I'm hoping that this will encourage me to just keep moving the direction that I, I know is the right one for me.
0: I know all of your siblings. There's there's five of you, right? Six, Six Angeles, right? Yeah. Five girls and one one, brother. one boy. And I know that uh, you're the only one that that's that's a creative, right? So maybe I'm sure that that support also was there because everyone else had a business, and even though you didn't do accounting or more traditional type of roles like your siblings,
1: yeah, they're all in the financial uh, area, career wise. And here I'm the sole entrepreneur creative in the family which offsets on so many different levels not just you know design work but food uh you know makeup and so forth so yeah it, it's it's and it's fun because they all know it so they all come to me with that kind of like you know hey Joey what are you going to do you know how can you like how do you see this what do you do for this and i kind of like
0: the fact that i'm the uh that's the only creative in the family. That's great. You have all that uh, all that help. If you were to offer some advice to the listeners in terms of, you know, how how you found courage to move forward with your business and I don't mean just move forward, but really take big leaps because you were working full-time for 9 years. So it must have been super scary and I know there's a, hopefully a lot of listeners who are contemplating making those same kind of changes. What advice would you give them?
1: I know this sounds cliche, but in reality, it is just, you know, just do it because you don't realize what's on the other side and on the other side is really some form of um, sense of accomplishment, freedom, the ability to, to do exactly what you love and everything else comes with it. At times, we're so worried that, you know, it, it's not going to flow properly, but if you let the energy just, uh, you know, get, like, if you let, if you go past the energy, you, you, you'll see yourself just be able to um, excel in in the very same thing that w- at one point scared the living out of you, really.
0: So trust in your ability and trust in your own success.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Hmm. All right. Great. Thank you so much. I just want to know, where can listeners reach out to you beyond the scope of uh, this? If, uh,
1: I'm, I'm on um, social media. I'm on Facebook and uh, Instagram and LinkedIn, but I also have a website, uh, jfbdesigns.ca. You can also reach me by uh, cell phone.
0: Oh, sure. Great. What's your number?
1: 514-808-7414.
0: Hope you caught that. You can always hit rewind. (laughs) Anyhow, thanks so much for being on the show, Joelle. I want to toast you for facing all those fears and your accomplishment and what you've done with uh, really letting yourself find your passion.
1: Thanks so much, Dana. It's really great and I'm so happy for you and your success in this as well.
0: Thanks. Thanks so much for listening in. Check out the show notes and for more info on how to catapult your biz, go to catapultcatalyst.com.